Okay, so can I take 10, 10 customer times the 5,000 ARPU? You're doing about 50 grand a month in revenue? Yeah, exactly. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Josh Newman. He's an innovative product marketing technology leader and enthusiast. He's the founder today of Clatter, a creative automation SaaS platform enabling large businesses to create branded PowerPoint presentations, microsites, and marketing collateral in minutes. The Clatter suite is made up of productivity tools, including Presentation Maker, Collateral Maker, and a bunch of other products currently used by 5,000 users across 10 enterprise customers. Josh, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, let's do it. All right, 10 enterprise customers and 5,000 users to me screams net dollar retention of 150. <laughs> so it, net dollar retention is good. It's, um, and it, it's, it's probably is around 150, but not for necessarily the reasons you would think. A lot of it's going to be around that we'll add on professional services to it. So some of it is MRR, but it's a lot of it's around the professional services kind of arm of what we do. So break that down for me. You know, last last month, let's just use August first, first. You know, last most most recent full month of data. What percent of your revenue was professional services versus recurring revenue? So it's going to be it's it's going to be probably and it's it's grown over the the, the life of of Clatter, kind of the four years that we've been doing this. Right now, it's going to be probably 70, 72% is going to be in the range of MRR, and the rest is going to be uh, additional services. I love this split because when you put service on a customer, they tend to stick longer. So, um, I guess tell me about tell me about one of these customers if you can. What how how's a customer using you today, and how many seats? Like how how many what teams are you going in? The dev team, the engineering team, you know, the marketing team, the sales team. Who's using you? So the our our day to day customers are going to be the marketing team. The users of this though are going to be split between the marketing team and the sales teams. And so think of it; these are this is these are big organizations. So one of them, and when I say ten enterprise customers, if we're being totally transparent, two of them are actually split. Where think about an enterprise, think about a, a, a Fortune twenty five company. We have a few different customers within that same company, but these are groups that are totally independent. They don't even know each other. So it's the same logo, but I I'll split it up as different customers because. They're totally unrelated to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is all, I mean, I'm seeing sort of a comp, this is, it's almost like a, it's like a content management system, right? You have a branded slide deck. You want everyone to have access at all times so that they can create their own iterations of the master brand guide, right? And yes. you need to do that across many languages, countries, and brand styles and colors. Uh huh. Yeah. Would yeah, you agree? That's, that's, yeah, that's exactly right. And, and that's for the presentation maker tool. And then, of course, collateral maker for brochures microsite maker for landing pages and microsites, summary maker for data heavy kind of upload Excel, JSON, XML, and we'll build you a beautiful on-brand looking table chart, whatever you need. Very cool. Okay. So what are these customers paying on average per month to use the technology? Got it. So from a, from a monthly standpoint, the, the average per month is going to be somewhere around probably $5,000. And you're going to have some customers who are going to be lower, where those might be folks who just use one of the one of the products. 
you might have some that are going to be higher where they might use three or four of the different products. And then what, what we'll do is if you've got one product, it's going to be around 2,500 a month. But if you're using three or four, it's going to be around 6,000 a month because we discount kind of a, in, from a bundling standpoint. And do you have power laws in your customer base? What does your largest customer pay per month? Our largest customer pays, uh, they're 10 grand a month. Okay. And what, what they're doing though, is they're, they're using us. So using the PowerPoint builder example, they're using us from a full service model. They'll email one of our project managers and just say, here are all the slides. They'll do it a few times a week. Here are a bunch of slides, put them up for us. We've got other customers where it's self-serve if you want it to be. This particular client, they're just, they're busy. They've got a ton of content. Some of the others, they'll manage it all themselves. We don't even know what they're doing on the system. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Okay. When did this all get going? What year? So it started in 2019 and actually started with a, a bespoke model where we, super long story short, chief marketing officer of, of one of the, the largest divisions of this particular customer came to me and just said, Josh, we've got thousands of PowerPoint slides. We don't know how to organize them. The sales team is struggling. There's no consistent messaging, no consistent branding. Help us with my very rudimentary PHP skills, and I'm not a developer, put together just a really rough proof of concept, sold it through. They said, we love this. We want to build this. They gave us 250000 to build out this solution. So I think it was kind of a professional services piece at the time. Wait, but hold on. We so, can't just glance over that. That's huge. I mean, some people go, go sell 20% of their business and that's their angel check. How did you convince one of your first customers to write that kind of check up front? Sure. So my, my background is I've been, I've been running an agency for since 2002. And so it had been a customer of ours for years. So we had built the trust, but they saw what this could do and treated it like a project. And so when when that kind of funding came in, it gave us the opportunity to build it. Our cost to build it was half that. So 125K. This launched within just a few months of it launching. They said, we love this thing. It took off. People were huge fans of it. So they said, we want to make some big improvements to this. At the same time, sold it through to another customer. So it was able to take that 125 plus another 125 and went to the group that built the bespoke model and said, can you build an enterprise version? They said, yes. They weren't actually able to. So we ended up kind of hitting a little bit of a, you know, of an oil slick. This is 2020. This was in twenty end of twenty twenty, beginning of twenty twenty one, is when we found out that that. So how much? How much money did you lose on that? So we we actually we didn't lose any money. We actually we just lost a lot of opportunity cost. There was no real money loss because what we had working was was good. But we had one very understanding customer who, even though we were six months late on delivering a product, they understood. They weren't under a real time crunch. So a little bit of luck there. Uh, but at the time, brought in a CTO. He was able to, to kind of a, from a fractional CTO standpoint, he was helping coach the team that we were using. It was a team in India. They just couldn't get it done. So we transitioned over to a team that this fractional CTO had used on a regular basis, kind of his team. And they're based in Poland. And they've really kind of come together. They've brought it up to enterprise standards. And really, just as of about a month ago, we were able to be in a position where we could say, okay, now we've satisfied all the customer agreements. I can go and start to, to sell this thing you know, in the marketplace. Which is, who is the, who's the Indian firm you're using now today? Uh, no, so that we're no longer using the firm in India. The, the te- it's a team in Poland. 
it's not it's just it's somebody that the fractional cto it's a group of a, a group of folks that that do they have a website though uh not that i know of do you guys care about valuation right now specifically your valuation do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company there is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than founderpath's new valuation tool we have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. Okay. So you get that fixed though. You scale how many customers now today? Uh, so today we've got that. That's where we have the 10 customers. Oh, amazing. Okay. So can I take 10, 10 customers times the 5,000 ARPU? You're doing about 50 grand a month in revenue. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's amazing. Okay, so six hundred thousand bucks in ARR, and where were you exactly a year ago? Do you remember? Uh, and so I, I, I and you're going to ask that. Um, so we were so from a um, from an ARR standpoint, we were at three seventy a year okay. ago, um, but total total revenue was six seventy five last year because um, we, we were doing more from a uh, professional services standpoint. This year, the, the it's changed a little bit. We're we're doing a little bit less, I think, from a professional services standpoint, but um, but the 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 MRR has gone up. So that's, that's what do you think total this. revenue this year will end up being? Uh, we're looking somewhere probably around eight fifty when the years when the years done. But much higher percent is true recurring SaaS. Yeah, now it's at seventy one percent, and uh, a year ago it was fifty five percent. That's amazing. You know all the you must listen to you must listen to the show. You know all the answers. Often, often. Uh, that's amazing. Okay, cool. So 30 grand up to 50 grand and now more peer play SaaS. That being said, we love professional services. It does a lot of things for your customers. Now, how do you deliver those professional services? How many folks are on your team today and how many just do services? Sure. So to, to split it up, the um, our, our team, I'm the only full-time person on Clatter. We've got Media Tavern, which is my agency. They're the, they're the folks who, and, and Media Tavern does a really nice job of kind of running itself. I, I, I do business development and some of the high kind of the, the, the customer service with some of our, our higher end clients, but the, the professional services will just subcontract out to media tavern. So it's something that we're already doing. We're already designing PowerPoint slides, microsites, flyers, brochures. So, so you're the only full-time employee at the SaaS company, which is doing almost 600,000 bucks in ARR. That's correct. Wow. Okay. So how are you getting your engineering done today? Where's the engineer? It's, it's all, that's, that's the team in Poland. It's a subcontracted team. Oh, but, but they don't have a website or anything. No, no, it's just it's yeah. It's, well, how'd you uh, how'd you find him though? How'd you find the person in Poland? So my my fractional CTO, who's just a guy in in Westport, Connecticut, where I live and where Clatter's based, just a, a local guy that I've known for years, and he had some availability. He knew my struggles with the team in India. He said, "I'll come in. I'll help you out." He brought his team in. So which was the Polish all, team? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, so he's not. He's not full time, but he's how you get all the development work done. That's correct. I this is amazing. Okay, and so fifty thousand bucks a month. Again, we're just talking the Clatter, not Media Tavern. Fifty thousand bucks a month revenue on Clatter. I imagine you're very profitable. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is profitable. At this this year, we'll do. Uh, looking at my spreadsheet, we'll do about two seventy four in profit. 
And how do you put your capital allocation hat on for a second? As a founder, how do you think about taking that profit? Do you take it out as a dividend and go buy real estate? Do you put it in a media tavern? you reinvest in the software company? What do you do? Uh, so we'll, I'll take a little bit of it out, but for the most part, I'll put it back into the, I'll put it back into the company. Now that we've been, like I said, we're only about a month out from a place where I was thinking, all right, the product is, is good enough where I can go to market. It's going to be impressive. I finally have a demo that I can go and start to show to people. So we've actually, we've put in reserves about 200 K where that can be used for a rainy day can be used for some marketing that we're going to do. So instead of needing to go and raise immediately or, or needing to take some sort of debt, we, we have a little bit of money to play with. Uh, for That's the awesome. That's great. Okay. So bootstrap today, a lot of profits, one on the team. So how many, here's a good question. How many people last month did you pay at least a dollar contract or like including your guy in Connecticut? Uh, okay. So, um, Including some of the folks at Media Tavern who would have done the professional services, it's probably eight or nine. Okay, interesting, interesting. I'm just I'm always hunting for who's going to build the first like ten million or fifty million IRR company with one full time employee. So you're you're on uh, your you're way. You're looking for a hundred million. I hear your I hear your teasers. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 on your way. I mean, it's it takes so much systems discipline to build right. around contractors because the way you get a a cheap contract, cheap labor to perform at A plus levels is you give them a great system to follow and building the system is a lot of work. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But but you're sort of leaning on the development side systems. You're leading on this guy in Connecticut. What about marketing and sales? So that part we haven't, uh, I, I haven't gone down that road yet. It's part of it that is my background a little bit because that's what Media Tavern does. So got a plan in place. Right now, it's just figuring out kind of where do we where do we want to put the money? What's going to be kind of our uh, our next approach? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Interesting. That, that's okay. Before we wrap up with the famous five here, how are you getting? You know, obviously you can sell your agency customers on the SaaS product, but then you got to find a new growth channel, right? So how yeah. how are you getting new customers today? Yeah. So so we what we're going to do is I'm starting with at, at from from really the floor up. So I'm going to be starting with the um, just my my who do i know list so going to folks that i know within my network we're working actively on seo uh, pretty soon i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna take the the product hunt approach which um and i know is you you've talked a little bit about that um so i think it's uh, i think it's some of those i'm gonna look at um at affiliate deals i think a big one too agency partners to be able to get literally other professional services firms. And if, if this needs to be a white labeled product, if it's something they can just sell in and we can figure out what percentage and, you know, how do we want to do that kind of, you know, over the first year or two of some sort of affiliate fees, I'm thinking that's going to be the approach. Um, and kind of my next move is to bring on kind of a, a fractional CMO to, uh, to kind of listen to my ideas and, and kind of help me pull it all together. That's awesome. Well, we're certainly rooting for you. Hope you come back around a year and give us an update. But in the meantime, let's wrap up Love here with the, fam that, with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book? Uh, favorite business book is going to be The 10% Entrepreneur by Patrick McGinnis. Ah, okay. 10% Entrepreneur. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yeah, I love what Melanie Perkins at Canva is doing. And it's, it's sort of loosely related to my world too. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Clatter? Uh, I'm going to say uh, Google Suite and Jira. Yep. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you eat every night? Uh, about seven. And situation, married, single kids? Uh, married with three kids. Wow, busy guy. How old are you? I'm 46. 46. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20? 
uh, man, learn to code the right way. Don't be some sort of hack to build MVPs. So funny. All the engineers say learn to sell and all the salesmen people say learn to code, right? It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's the nature of SaaS. Guys, Clatter here, an incredible story. Start off as an agency. They still run the agency, right? Uh, the Tavern Company. Now though, Clatter.io helps you launch, you know, your, your presentation templates and apply one brand style guide to thousands of presentations that you're building. They've got 10 enterprise customers today paying 5,000 bucks a month on average, 50,000 a month in revenue up from 30 grand just a year ago. They've got about 72% of the revenue coming from pure SaaS, the other professional services, which is great. It's allowed them to stay profitable today. And also bootstrapped, a lot of cash in the bank, very profitable. Uh, team of one, he's got nine contractors he pays on the side as they look to continue to scale. We'll see what happens next. Josh, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. I'll see you in New York in March at uh, SaaS Open. Let's go, man. See you there. Take care. Awesome. Thanks, Nathan.